Hi, everyone. This is Matt Rogers. And this is Bowen Yang. We're co-hosts of the podcast Las Culturistas. Question for you. Wouldn't you like to feel it all? Well, Trojan, America's number one condom, is here to help with Trojan Bearskin Raw. Ooh, America's thinnest latex condom helps you enjoy a more natural experience and features a silky smooth lubricant to increase comfort and sensitivity. It's like putting on a silky glove, except not on your hand, on another part. (laughs) You know the part. And if you don't, ask your mom. So before the year is over, pick up some Trojan Bearskin Raw condoms. Triple tested and trusted for over 100 years. Trojan, feel your best. Get yours on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brendan's 90 Show. I am Brendan, the host of the podcast. And in this episode, we're going to count down 20 of the worst movies of the 90s, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, I have a list of 20 worst movies from the 90s. I'm going to give my opinion on them from the list, as always, as I always do. That's how I roll. Um, If you haven't listened to the first two episodes of the podcast, definitely check those out. Uh, Worst TV shows of the 90s and worst video games of the 90s are the first two episodes. So definitely check those out. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody's having a good week. We're midweek here. Recording on a late Wednesday night. Actually, it's early Thursday morning, one twenty-six in the morning. So, recording this episode, and we're going to get right into it. Um, again, this is 20 of the worst movies from the 90s. And coming in at number 20, at 29% from Rotten Tomatoes, is Hook. Yes, Hook. The 1991 Peter Pan classic starring Robin Williams. Um, This movie was bad. (laughs) I feel like uh, you can't... I don't know. It it was just a really bad adaption of Peter Pan. And having Robin Williams play Peter Pan. Having him be like your dad. (laughs) Old enough to be your dad playing Peter Pan. Um, just definitely was not a good choice in my eyes. So that's why this movie was, um, put on the list. Probably look at all these kids. They're all like, yo, there's no way Robin Williams can be Peter Pan. Um, so definitely a movie that Steven Spielberg wants to forget about, I guess, or I bet I should say. Um, so moving on. Number 19 was the Flintstones at 22%. Ah, yes, the Flintstones. The first live action movie from the cartoon, uh, starring John Goodman and Rick Moranis. Uh, and Rosie O'Donnell was in there too. I forget who played, um, Wilma though. Um, maybe it says in the list. Um, it, it definitely was not as funny as the Flintstones TV show and the movie was just horrible. 
the acting was bad and the cinematography wasn't that good. I wasn't a fan of this movie as a kid. Still not a fan of this movie. I change it every time it comes on. Um, I don't want to sit through this fucking piece of shit ever again. I had to sit through it once as a kid. I hated it and I will never watch it again. Worst movie ever. Coming in at 18 and at 18% is Spawn. Spawn is an adaption of the comic book series, which is fucking awesome. But the movie was awful. Um, yeah. Uh, the movie was awful. You know, didn't really touch base with the comic book series at all. And also... Barely coherent hunk of junk. It's like a cheap horror film with only suggestion of the grisliness that appeals to fans of cheap horror films. Yeah, it basically was like a cheap horror film. And it didn't really do that well. Um, Yeah. Huh. Next on the list at seventeen at num at number seventeen and at seventeen percent is Judge Dredd. Yeah, this movie was awful. Sylvester Stallone definitely wants to forget about this movie in his career. Uh, basically, he was a cop that uphold the law. Of he was judge, jury, and executioner in this city, and yeah, yeah, he got. He got a, receiving awards for worst actor from critics. One critic even called Judge Dredd a thunderous, unoriginal, futuristic hardware show for teenage boys. And Jeff Andrew of Time Out said, This slam-bang Stallone vehicle never quite delivers what its confident, fizzling visuals seem to promise. Yeah, it yeah, that's that's what pisses me off about Judge Dredd. Like the trailer was so fucking awesome. You're like, "Wow, I want to really go see this movie." And then when you go and see it, you're like, "Oh, man, that was a big letdown." So, yeah, definitely can see why Judge Dredd is on this list. Moving on. <clears throat> At 16%, and at number 16, The Bonfire of the Vanities. I've never heard of it, but it looks like Tom Hanks, isn't it? Let's see. Let's see what the list says. When it came out in 1990... Oh, the star-studded cast included the likes of Bruce Willis, Melanie Griffith, Morgan Freeman, and then up-and-comer Tom Hanks. Oh, okay was hot off the success of the Untouchables. Okay. The the movie debuted in Dece- December and bombed s- spectacularly, making back 15 million of its 47 million budget. Oh. 
Pete Travers of Rolling Stone gave it zero stars and wrote, on film, Bonfire achieves a consistency of inaptitude rare even in this era of overinflated cinematic airbags. Oh. I I've never seen the movie so I can't I can't make an opinion on it but it it must be bad if it's on this list. At 15% and at number 15 is Assassins. Another Sylvester Stallone movie he probably wants to forget about. Um <clears throat> Critics was specifically picked on the script in the movie's acting. Oh, yeah. If a movie's acting and script is bad, then, yeah, it has no chance. So it looks like that this movie's acting and script was horrible. And they, you know, they probably went up. They probably made a good offer to Stallone to do this movie. And he took it and didn't run with it. Couldn't do it. Coming in at number 14 and at 13% from Rotten Tomatoes is Chairman of the Board, starring Carrot Top. Um, The movie is about a surf bum who befriends a wealthy businesswoman and subsequently inherits her Fortune 500 company when she dies a few weeks later. (laughs) Anything, uh, like honestly, I'm not a fan of Carrot Top. So anything starring or having Carrot Top in it is probably really horrible. So I'm going to give this movie, Chairman of the Board, just because it has Carrot Top in it, the noise of the podcast. So Chairman of the Board, at your 13% of Rotten Tomatoes, you get the (laughs) of the podcast. That's the noise of the podcast choice of this episode. Okay, moving on. <laughs> at 12% and at number 13 is striptease. Um, I didn't even know what this uh, what this movie was about striptease, but I've only seen bits and parts of it, so I can't really I can't really give an opinion on it cuz I've never seen it from start to finish. Um, but from what I remember is that the cinematography and yeah, it was just horrible. And like the, the, yeah, the atmosphere was just not right. Number 12 in that 10% from Rotten Tomatoes, Batman and Robin. Oh yes. <clears throat> this was just this was a this was a Batman movie after the Batman that Tim Burton and Michael Keaton did came out and it was awful. Like I saw this when I was a kid and I thought it was good but but it just was not it, it was after like um Batman Forever, so it was like what the fuck? Oh, 
Oh yeah, that's right. He had the nipple costume Batman did in Batman and Robin. And this one also had Mr. Freeze in it too. And not Arnold Schwarzenegger's best role. I think I think this was the one with Mr. Freeze in it. I'm not sure. Coming in at number 11 at, and at 10% of Rotten Tomatoes is Beverly Hills Cop 3. Um, I saw the first Beverly Hills Cop and loved it, but I didn't see the third one. So I can't really give an opinion on it. But any, if it's like any third movie that I've seen, it probably sucks really bad. And probably doesn't even, and, and probably takes the storyline way out of context way out of a realm where it should be. Um, just like the third Home Alone, just like the third Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, those, you know, those three, those third movies, man, you know, they're hit or miss, and usually they're a miss. So I can see why Beverly Hills Cop 3 is on this list. Coming in at number 10 and at 8% is a movie called Milk Money. I remember this movie, but I I don't remember if I saw it or not. It's basically about a kid that brings in a hot te- a hot girl for show and tell, I guess, um, was the gist of it. And let's see why it failed. Oh, okay, so it begins with three young boys paying a call girl to flash them and ends with that same woman falling in love with one of the boys' fathers. Oh, wonderful. Um, Critics were not as kind as the movie. Um, Variety described the movie as a misguided comedy with Hall of Shame pedigree. Stephen Hunter of the Baltimore Sun described the movie as a work so rancid and alienating you can only suppose it was planned as a tax loss. Oh, wow. That's that's harsh. That is harsh. Damn. <clears throat> Coming in at number nine and at 8% by Rotten Tomatoes is a movie called Spy Hard. It has... Uh, the fuck is this? I guess this guy's name, Steve Martin, and some. Is that uh fucking Elizabeth Hurley or Angelina Jolie? Oh, Leslie Nielsen. That's who. That's who I was thinking of. Leslie Nielsen. It didn't it didn't get as good of reviews as Naked Gun. So um let's see why the list put it up as
It doesn't say why it was bad. Coming in at number 8 and at 8% is Cool as Ice is the name of the movie. And let's see. Six months after his show-stopping performance in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' Secret of the Ooze, Vanilla Ice was ready for his next career move. In 1991, he starred in Cool as Ice, a modern remake of the 1953 Marlon Brando film, The Wild One. Uh, The movie plots around a drifting rap group slash bike gang led by Vanilla Ice, who shake up life for the residents of a small town. The plot takes several bizarre turns, including a bizarre revelation about secret identities and a kidnapping by corrupt cops. Cool as Ice was critically panned and only made back $1.2 million of its $6 million budget. Richard Harrington of the Washington Post wrote, Having established that he can't rap or dance, Vanilla Ice now adds acting to his resume. Call it the tri-imperfector of pop. Tri-imperfecta of pop. That's that's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Coming in at number 7 and at 7% by Rotten Tomatoes is Ghost Dad, starring Bill Cosby. Oh, Sidney Pontier. Um, I'm sorry, Sidney Pontier um, directed this. Ghost Dad may be the dumbest major studio movie of this non too bright summer. Oh. I forget what bit Ghost Dad was about. But um, it was a horrible movie. I remember how horrible it was from the acting to the cinematography to the script. It, it was just it was just fucking awful. So moving on from Ghost Dad. Oh God. Another fucking... Another another fucking cartoon turned into a movie. Number six and at number six and at seven percent from Rotten Tomatoes, Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo was a cartoon back in the day, way back in the sixties, about a fucking cop named Magoo. He couldn't see. He always got himself into fucking mischief, but he always ended up saving the day. It was it was interesting. Anyway, um, is this is this Steve Martin or is this fucking Leslie Nielsen again? The Flintstones was Mr. Magoo, a retired millionaire whose refusal to admit he is nearly blind leads to a series of comical misadventures. Yes, okay, that's that's right. He's a retired millionaire who refuses to admit he is nearly blind. Uh, Roger Ebert wrote, Mr. Magoo is transcendingly bad. 
It soars above ordinary badness as the eagle outright outreaches to fly. There is not a laugh in it, not one. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Coming in at number five. <clears throat> and at 4% by Rotten Tomatoes is a movie called Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. And it's starring, oh man, Mr. Bad Movie himself, Sylvester Stallone. Um, let's see. The movie is about a tough cop whose mother comes to stay with him and increasingly interferes with his life. The movie went to went to turn on a profit, but it it was despised by critics. Roger Ebert said, It is moronic beyond comprehension, an exercise in desperation during which so even Sylvester Stallone, a respiratory of self-confidence, seems to be disheartened. Damn, Sylvester Stallone made a lot of bad movies. Poor guy. Coming in at number four, and at 4%, Cool World. Uh, is that Brad Pitt? Yep. This is the worst rated movie of Brad Pitt's career, also one of his strangest. Okay. It's about a cartoonist who fathers in an, an illegitimate half-real, half-cartoon daughter. The daughter hates herself and her father and subsequently tries to kill him. So basically, they they cut that script and made it about um, cartoons can become real if they mate with a human, which is really fucking weird. And I can see why this would be a bad movie. Moving on. I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. Giving me the fucking creeps. Mating with cartoons. Get the fuck out of here. Um... <clears throat> Number three, and at 3% by Rotten Tomatoes, is Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Now, this is the sequel to Mortal Kombat that came out in 1995, and it absolutely sucked. It It just, let's see... Hated by audiences and critics... Never, at least not since the first Mortal Kombat, has tedium been so loud, so full of backward flips and flying fists to the kissers of centaurs from another realm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was tedious. I remember it being a very tedious movie. Um, and that's how the critics felt, too. So, yeah. Yep, it had shallow characters, low-budget special effects, and mindless fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much right. Um, yeah. Moving on to number two on the list, 
and at 3% by Rotten Tomatoes is Speed 2 Cruise Control. Um, the sequel to Speed, not really... You can't really... You can only do the whole bomb on a fucking vehicle once. This time it was on a boat. Like, if the boat went a certain speed, the bomb would go off. I feel like they they took the same the same story and just regurgitated it into a fucking boat. Hey, last time it was the first movie, it was a bus. Yeah. And we can't do that again. Sure we can. What if we put it on a boat? Oh, that's genius. Yeah. And we'll call it, we'll call it, um, cruise control. Yeah. That's, that's basically how I think that came about. Um, when writing this movie. So, um, I can see why it's on this list. Let's see. And coming in at last, but certainly not least at 2% and at number one is baby geniuses. The worst reviewed movie on this list was also a box office success considered one of the worst movies ever made. Baby Geniuses is another movie that seems like it ought to be a parody rather than an actual movie. It made $36 million at the box office, which was good enough to spawn a sequel, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. The sequel is currently ranked at three, at number three on IMDb's bottom, bottom 100 list. The original also holds a spot on the list, but it's much more respectable, number 71. Um, the movie landed a spot on Roger Ebert's most hated movies. In his review of the movie, he wrote, Babies are cute only when they're being babies. When they're presented as miniature adults on greeting cards and TV commercials, or especially in this movie, there is something so fundamentally wrong that our human instincts cry out in protest. Okay. Yeah, Baby Geniuses wasn't a good concept. It was basically about baby geniuses um yeah not much to tell there you know like Roger Ebert said babies are cuter when they're being babies and not miniature adults I can't believe they made a sequel um yeah I I didn't think that piece of this piece of shit movie would get a sequel but it did and it probably tanked just like this movie did. But, uh, yeah. So that is the top 20 worst movies of the 90s by Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. Uh, stay tuned next week because uh, for the next episode. Because I will be doing 100 greatest songs of the 90s so that's going to be a two-parter we'll do 100 through 50 uh for the first episode and then 50 through one from for the second so definitely stay tuned for part one that's going to be coming up um as the next episode so definitely stay tuned for that okay everybody well i am brendan and this is brendan's 90s show Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you all have a safe journey in life, 
and are all safe and are all good. All right. Thank you again for listening and goodbye.